0: Namaste, this is Maya Tiwari with an episode for Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth. Today my episode is about love, love, just love. That is all there is and ever will be, while living for the past century, As a female Vedic monk, I performed thousands of hours of prayers, chants, meditation, mantras, and blessings. And by the way, it was not the whole last hundred years. It was only a quarter of a century. Through this benign grace, I was able to receive great states of awareness in which I continually enfolded in the embrace of the divine energies. Each one of us carry this divinity in ourselves, regardless of our traditions and our religions. We need to recognize that everything is God and witness the awesome miracles of life. In its myriad ways. One such miracle occurred to me in 2009 when I scribed a beautiful little book of poems called the Oracle of Love. This oracle was birthed from the passion of a heart that had finally culminated into its fullness of love but it was not to be the everlasting bliss that I had anticipated. You see, the opening of the heart goes through its own initiation. Like the layers of a petal of the lotus unfolding, within us it is embedded in the cavernous depths of our hearts and we are only beckoned to safeguard the delicate and fragile space of love that exists in our world today. For me, this layer of the heart was cushioned by a bout with cancer in the soft youth of my years and the consequent loss of my womb in that youth. Now, in the prime hour of my life, I have come upon a carefully sealed chapter which opened up to the love pages of my karmic tome. As I toddle about in wonderment, I realize that somewhere in my unconscious, I've had a sense of vibrancy that my heart was yearning to express, a cavern yet unexplored a love unlived. How many of us women feel this way? How many of us men feel this way? In our present society today, we are all alone and lonely. And that is a subtle energy that is pervasive in all of our lives and the reason for it is one factor only, the lack of community, the lack of the communal inspirations and cohabitations and cooperations that was there in our grandparents' time. And I am about to become 70 years old, so my grandparents' time would come into many two, three generations ago. The oracle of love belongs to each of us, but it is so difficult to grasp this love in our present state of environment, in our present culture devoid of the wisdom of the elders, in our present culture that is so commercially driven and so mercantile steeped. This beautiful divination of love, the story I share to you, is only to let you know that I am with you. They are about you and me and all of us and our universal light of love. If I had only one gift to give you, it would be to bestow upon you the ability to stay open to love. As we gamble about into the dark, let me say, that the rescuing light is only love. After more than a quarter century of witnessing the miracles of healing in thousands of ways, with thousands of people, I know that self-healing is about self-love. Love is the tangible and elusive energy that we must never let go of But I don't like to use the word self hyphenated love. And the reason for that is it's always misunderstood as preoccupation of narcissistic uh, infatuation with the self. Love is not about any of those things. It is the language that takes us through the arid desert of time. It is the deep and cavernous dark that rips at our soul and tears open a vista that we can see what we truly have potentially as a human person. When we are aware of this power in our lives, we can hear the resounding resonance through our hearts. Whatever may be the illness, the challenge, the difficulty, the disappointments or crises in our lives. Hold on to this implacable truth. You are loved. You are composed of love. You have the power to refill love from within, even when that inner light grows dim, even when love is betrayed or when we lose a loved one. Love can never be taken away from you because you are love. I am love. We are love. But love as a gift, as an essence of our daily reality, as the essence of now is steeped in difficult trails. It is what we earn in each lifetime. It is never given to us, no matter the balance and equanimity and love given to us by our parents and our community and our family. It is only what is self-earned. And the tracks are deeply messy. How well we know the certainty about ourselves is the degree to which we will reclaim that eternal love. For the past 30 years, since my rise from the ashes of ovarian cancer, I have walked a simple life of a Vedic monk, no more as I terminated my role as a monk in 2010. But I still dedicate my life and supplicate all desires to Shiva, but not quite all of my desires. I'd been trained to supplicate all of them, but in the context of living in our world within the whole leela, the play of our cosmic existence. It is extremely difficult, if not impossible, to supplicate all desires to the divine. Even the most enlightened souls I have noticed in my journey with so many elder monks, even they could not supplicate each and every desire. There was always a particular style, a sense of, I need these chapels or chaiseurs or shoes. Or I like this color, but not that shade of orange. Or no, I like to keep my beard at a certain length. Or whatever. What I'm trying to say is that the work of love is exactly that. It's the taskmaster within us that seeks truth, that seeks to validate our own experiences, only that we can refine it into awareness. I started the work of living Ahimsa. Ahimsa not only means nonviolence, as in the case of Gandhi's work and path, but it means the creation of harmony and love within us that reflects outward onto each and every human person and onto every species and onto Mother Earth herself. In this work, it is an example that came from the Faculty of Awareness, And the intensive experiences that I have had to live through my life that has transformed my breath and life. And frankly, even if my demise is not too long into the future, I would always celebrate the fact that I have had the experience of love in my life the true awareness of the depth to which we must dive fearlessly into to capture just that essence, just the essential aroma, just the caesaurus of it all. The work that I teach is a powerful response to three and a half decades of understanding that the underbelly of hatred and rage and angst and violence and grief that exists is only because of the lack of education about love. This is the primary reality in our world today. We are at the risk of losing this love. The potent core energy that binds serenity, happiness, peace, harmony, kindness, fulfillment, innocence, and intelligence. All of the qualities that account for humanity being human, being humane, the humanity of the power of the being that is a human person we are at the risk of losing it all that awareness and this is the primary reason why i call upon us today to reclaim our human faculty of awareness so that we can take back the world of love within each and every one of ourselves not looking for love as an outside appendage not looking for someone to lean on with love but looking for love that takes that hard, uncouth journey into the depths of the darkness to come out and be worth our weight as a human person. Some may say this takes courage. I say it takes a driven potential that is within each and every one of us. The potential to do right, the potential to be noble, the potential to be kind, the potential to be in empathy with all of Mother Nature. As many of you may know, My first odyssey with healing through the fatal disease of ovarian cancer occurred in the youth of my life. I was compelled to reach beyond my life breath to a deeper force, a power that I have since grown familiar with, and just when I thought that I had found that pace, that will forever be my stride with ahimsa, with balance, with love. I hit rock bottom and understood that yet again, there was probably the most major lesson path opened up within the earth to swallow me once again. In a stunning course of events that have been occurring in the last 20 years, I have found myself recovering from being poisoned, from being attacked, from enduring some of humanity's worst hate crimes within the most magnificent of forests that I live in. Once again, the miracle of love rescued me from what could have been a decade-long devastating odyssey, while, while felled by my body from responding to the hatred and the miasma of chemical toxicity, the divine issued help to me. We can call it the angelic entry into life. When we are open to this great akasha, this amazing space that holds us upright, we are able to see how clearly love, the divine love is always supporting us, even in the most horrendous of of conditions. During that precarious time, I kept a diligent schedule of prayers to the Divine Mother. But I had grown thin of energy toward the end of that decade and could no longer sum up the energy to do her prayers. And this is when I understood that love truly is the element that rescues us, and that our inner heart and our mind, however disheveled it may become, is the prayer. And that when we are forced by the means of a physical body that is failing and can no longer do the disciplined work of sadhana of the practice of the prayer of the meditation of the yoga of the gardening of all the beautiful things that we so love to do and have patterned the tissue and memory within us let us remember that that space of unable to do is perhaps our greatest prayer I wanted to share those words with you, because today so much of our lives are not steeped in this love. We suffer the hurt and injustices of our own ancestral karmas. We suffer the injustice of societies that no longer value what is right, but is poised towards what they can gain. Unfortunately, love has not been part of the education we are taught. And the significant amount of what we are taught in the modern culture runs contrary to harmony. It slaughters love. We have been taught to distrust the very things that keep us whole and wholesome. We relegate the most precious life force to the banalities of a superficial life, complexed and commercialized with sexual appeal, empty stories, material excesses, grotesque fashions, distorted sounds, toxic elements, toxic foods, trivial romance, commercialized nuptials, distasteful divorces and a lot of therapy. These false conditionings serve only to diminish the essential nature of love and keep us forgetting that we are created from love. Our heart is never going to be permanently fractured. It could never be fractured. But it can be swayed to become blinded. We can betray our inner beauty which is fed by love. We are taught to doubt our hopes, mistrust our tears, be suspect of our intuitions, and worse yet, to replace these primordial operations with a frantic mind and commercially driven activities that bit by bit strip away the very essence of our heart, annihilating each and every quiet moment from our very birth to each of our daily experience we have been taught to fear rather than to love when in doubt of your innate ability to love and when in need of the comfort or a gentle reminder listen to these words for I have used the divination of nature to shed wisdom on so many painful situations, emotions, thoughts, diseases, and am I rid of other unwholesome things? Just ask the divine energy, whatever and whoever and whatever shape and form that may take for you, to clarify your question. For instance, what do I really need to do or not to do to regain my balance? What do I need to do to be at one with you, O my Divine Mother? Whatever your question or intent, repeat it internally. Let it be the overriding shadow of your light to bring back the sunshine. And before we close today, I want to remind you that each one of us has the power to shift into the awareness of what we need to become. Because becoming is an illusion since we are already that. Aham, Brahmasmi, I am that totality of consciousness already. I simply need to recognize that. I read a beautiful poem today by an author called Luminita Saviuk, and it talks about gratitude. It says to those who mistreated you, for those who have shown you how not to live your life, be thankful. Be thankful to those who've betrayed you because it is, you've learned the power that comes from the act of forgiveness. Be thankful to those who refuse to help you in your time of need because it showed you how to be resilient. I am uh, paraphrasing this poem. Be thankful for the difficult times for they have showed you your strength. Be thankful to those who gave you no love because you have learned to look for love within yourself. Be thankful for your past mistakes and your failures because they have taught you the works that you needed to learn. Be thankful for both the good and bad experiences life has sent your way. It's because of these experiences that you have learned some of life's most valuable lessons. So go fill your heart with gratitude and thankfulness. Because a thankful heart is better than a bitter one. Thank you for listening today. And peace be your journey.